I am intentional. I will plot and choose my course. I will not wait to be blown from place to place. I will do more than just react. I will choose who I want to be and work to make that a reality. I am wholehearted. I will interact with the world from a place of worthiness, knowing my identity. I will work to be able to feel, understand, and express my emotions. I will allow my true self to be known. I will leave my heart open to connect with others in a wholehearted way. I am a man. I have the responsibility to provide for my family, both temporally and spiritually. I will use my special gifts to be able to make the world a better place. I will protect and defend the vulnerable. I will stand up when others sit down. I will engage with others of like mind to strengthen and lift one another. I am an intentionally wholehearted man. Today I want to discuss how the adversary of our souls can slowly work to separate us from our worth and identity and get us to a place where it is like we are listening through a filter of lies about who we are and where we are. All of those old beliefs can feel real and we can feel stuck. So this is a story of wounding and how it has affected me through the years. In my first episode, I talked a little bit about a person who I had met on a trip with some friends down the river and had really become smitten with. I really liked her and we'd ended up going out um, on quite a few dates. And after a little while, she told me that I had never been, or she never really cared about me and that I'd never been anything but a toy. She just wanted to see how much she could play with me. Then through my marriage, ended up putting me in a place where I wouldn't let my wife get close enough to me to hurt me. It meant that I had closed off my heart. I could not fully be present with my wife um, because of this and other experiences. I never felt like I could trust or even know what love was. Um, my wife throughout our marriage had said that I treated her like those other people who had hurt me and that she wasn't there to hurt me, but I couldn't hear it. I constantly kept my heart closed because I couldn't let anybody close enough to be able to hurt me again. And I didn't trust that she really cared about me. Fast forward 26 years after that original experience, and my wife and I are now in a good place. My wife had worked through a lot of the hurt and the devastation that I had caused in our relationship, and we were moving forward. We had both worked on dealing with our emotions. I had opened my heart and we were connecting well. And we had both recognized how my not dealing with my emotions and letting them build up had overwhelmed me. So we came to a Thursday and that day I had been working um, all day with a customer and had been out in the shop now, shortly before that, um, my boss had said something about me needing to be better about taking care of emails. And 
um, I'd spent this whole day working with a customer and came in and was going through my emails at the end of the day. And I saw that my boss had uh, responded to a couple of emails um, because I wasn't in there. And I started to have thoughts of, I'm not doing my job very well. I started to have thoughts of, man, I always fail at this. Despite the fact that that day I had been doing what I needed to be doing, I felt like I was falling short in my job. And those thoughts kept building up all day. I kept focusing on those thoughts and letting them stay in my mind that I was failing and that I was not living up to what I needed to at work. This wasn't completely true, but it kept being the thought pattern that I had that day. So I went to bed, still feeling frustrated with myself. The next morning, I woke up um, still in that same state, frustrated, not looking forward to the day. And instead of dealing with that frustration, dealing with those um, thought patterns that were incorrect at that time, I just started to push through the day. I let myself keep going from one task to the next. And throughout the day, I kept ruminating on how I wasn't fulfilling different things that I should have. I kept having things come up about how I had let down my wife, about how I'd let down my son or my children. And throughout the day, I kept working to shove those aside and shove them down, but never really addressing them. In the middle of the day, my wife called me and said that a couple of our friends wanted to go out on a date that night. And I was like, man, I really need something to change my thought patterns today. I really needed something fun to do to get out of this rut that I was in at that point. So the rest of the day kept going on. And at the end of the day, as I was driving home, I realized that I hadn't dealt with any of these frustrations. Everything, as a matter of fact, had just kept swirling and spiraling up. As I'm driving home, my thoughts kept being, man, I'm a half-assed dad, I'm a half-assed husband, and I'm just completely failing at work. And so all of these thoughts had been going through my head, and I was just like, man, I just need something to be able to help me feel better and to distract me from these, these feelings. Instead of dealing with them, I was just looking for distraction. So we end up going to a movie and it was a movie my wife had already seen. She had really liked it. And um, we met the other couple there and went into the movie. But this movie had a few scenes that my wife um, didn't feel comfortable with me watching and I didn't want to. I don't want to do anything that even gets close to that line. So 
I choose to turn away from any kind of um, scantily clad women or love scenes or anything like that in shows, whether they're a problem or not. I don't even want to get close to that line. And usually when that happens, I end up focusing on my wife and letting her know and intentionally letting her know how much I care about her and that she's more important than anything else. And so the movie starts happening and one of the scenes seems like it might be coming up. I didn't know what it was, but it, I could tell it was sort of going that way. So I looked at my wife and gave her a squeeze and just uh, looked away from the screen um, until it sounded like it was over and asked her if everything was good. And she said she, everything was great. Well, towards the end of the movie, there was another scene and she goes, oh, I'd forgotten about this. I don't want you to look. And so I said, okay, no problem. But during that scene, I saw what I thought was her looking at me sideways, like trying to check up on me. So immediately these thoughts came into my head of she doesn't even trust you. She, you guys can't even go on a date because she's so worried about what might happen with you. And that really just put me back into that spin. I'd been doing great um, because I was excited to be out um, and being on a date with my wife. But that pulled all of those things that had been going on all day back into my mind. And so when the movie got over, um, I went to the restroom, sort of washed my face going, okay, I need to refocus and get back to my wife. As I came out of the um, bathroom, I saw my wife standing there. And she could tell that something was up with me. And she's like, oh, did you see somebody? And I was like, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're meaning. Well, it turns out that that woman from years before was there on that date. Um, it was going to be a triple date, not a double date. And I hadn't even seen her. But immediately all kinds of thoughts came in of what was this going to be like and that my wife didn't even trust me and here she's already um, looking at this and going this is going to be bad and so at that point we start walking out to our car and I was definitely emotionally spinning and as we get to the car, my wife's like, we don't have to go on the second half of the state. Um, this is about us. Let's just um, go somewhere else. Well, earlier in the day, my wife had said that she really needed a date. She really needed to get out and um, get away from the things that she had going on as well. And so as soon as she said that, all that I could hear was how I was screwing up her date 
and making it so that she couldn't even have fun. I was immediately hearing how I couldn't even deal with crap from 26 years ago. And as we drove, my wife's like, it's okay. Let's just go spend time together because us being together is more important than anything else. But again, I kept hearing, yeah, because you're such a wuss because you can't deal with the past that you're letting her down and you're screwing up her night. I could hear everything that she was saying, but it was all coming through with these lies and distortions that were all that was really getting through, even though I knew what she was saying. So we kept talking. Um, we ended up going to a restaurant, one of our favorites, and talking. But every time she kept going, it's okay. We're going to have just a good time together. All of these doubts, all of these things of I wasn't strong enough and doubts about if I had even made any progress, things that I thought that I had processed and gotten through kept coming back of you haven't made any progress. You're still stuck in that same place. It was very overwhelming. It took about an hour and a half of us talking for me to get to a place where I could even process and um, go in with her to the restaurant. When we got in, um, I ended up texting some of my groups and just telling them how I was feeling and how overwhelmed I was at that point and that I was really spinning. And it's amazing how quickly just putting those lies out there, putting those thoughts that are overwhelming me out there takes their power away and made it so that I could actually start to think, start to deal with things. Throughout that night, um, I kept questioning, I've done all this work. Have I really moved forward? Have I really put these things behind me if it was able to affect me this much? Another question that kept coming up is, I thought I had forgiven this person. Had I truly forgiven? Had I truly let go of that hurt and that pain and let God into my life to help me rewrite that story? to rewrite that pain and rewrite that hurt. Ultimately, my wife and I had a good night. And the next morning, I still had some of these thoughts and some of these feelings going on. Um, I was further able to process it with one of my groups that morning and just really talk about how I wondered how far I'd really come. That night, um, the other couple invited us out um, again to go and play some pickleball. 
and the uh, wife of the couple um, was worried about why we hadn't come the night before. And I was able to say, you know, that this was really hard and seeing um, this person um, was really hard. It brought up a lot of things that I thought that I'd already dealt with and thought that I'd processed. And um, one of the big things I came up with though, was that if I hadn't had those other things already going on that day, if I wasn't already having those thoughts and those feelings of being a half-ass dad, half-ass husband, and a horrible employee, I probably could have dealt with the, with her being there. And it wouldn't have been a problem. But because I was already in an emotionally um, overwhelmed, compromised state, that just pushed me over the edge. Those things from the past came back. And the adversary of my soul came in and just kept telling me how weak I was, that I hadn't made any progress, that I hadn't changed at all, and that I haven't forgiven. Um, that night, as uh, I was talking to the other couple, um, they asked about what exactly had happened. And I said, you know, everybody needs the ability to change everybody we've all hurt other people and we all need the ability to change and i don't want to bring up anything that would um, make them think any differently of her and i really thought a lot about that forgiveness and that it's a process and it's something that even when we've forgiven, some of those things can still cause us pain when we're in those emotionally compromised states. And that our adversary brings up those things and points them out and says that we're weak. And we need to be able to react earlier and deal with it. So some of the things that I learned from this is that if I let things build up, they can and will become overwhelming and put me in a state where I can be kept, become separated from my worth and my identity. I can start believing those lies that all I am is a screw up. I let myself get to the point where I was questioning if I had made any progress and I started to feel like I was back at the beginning of my journey. I hadn't moved forward at all. When we're disconnected from our worth and identity and our true self, things from the past can completely overwhelm us. When we're in this state, it's like listening through a filter of every negative thought that our enemy can come up with. Every lie about who we are feels real. And like I found out that night, 
I could hear what my wife was saying, but everything was being heard through that filter. And I think this is something that we do a lot and we don't even realize it is when our spouse is saying something and we're in an emotionally compromised state, we're listening through that filter and not even recognizing how that filter is changing everything that we're hearing. All of a sudden, those lies are the real thing that we're hearing, even though that's not what's being said. So I want to talk about a few things that I should have done. I should have reacted as soon as I realized that I was feeling off and doubting who I was. I should have dealt with the feelings of not being a good employee and being and letting my boss down instead of letting them build up and then bring in all of these other things into who I was. It was about one thing, but it as I didn't deal with it, it became about all the other things I felt like I was falling short on. I should have connected with God. He is my source of strength and the true source of my identity. I am his son, and no matter what I might do, I am of worth and am able to change and become something better. He takes up the slack and fixes the things that I can't. I should have called out the lies that I was believing about myself. I am not my actions. I may not have done all that I wanted to do. I may have gone against my values at times. But I need to have grace with myself and recognize the progress that I have made. I should have shared or put out my struggles to my support group. I should have done that far earlier. The thing that I have found so many times is by just putting my feelings out there, putting out there what I'm dealing with, putting out the shame that I'm feeling, takes the power of those lies, takes the power of that shame away, and makes it so that I can actually process and deal with them without all of those floodlights of that shame and those lies about my identity. Um, and it allows me to look at them in the normal light and deal with them. Ultimately, I realized that I had forgiven and I wanted the best for the other person. I really had come quite a ways but I had to be more vigilant and proactive with managing my thoughts and my emotions. This was not the podcast that I planned to do this week, but this is the one that I have felt driven and guided to do. I hope that somebody can get something out of it. I'd love to hear what else you guys see in this story and how it touches you. I would love for everyone to please share it with anyone who you think could get something out of these podcasts. Thank you so much for listening to this story. 
and look forward to seeing you on future episodes of The Intentionally Wholehearted Man.